This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast is an opinionated episode. COVID-19 and the vaccines are spoken about in this episode. If you want full detail and information about COVID-19 and the vaccines, go to cdc.gov. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And before I get into the news segment, some of my listeners must be wondering why the episode took so long to come out. Well, I was planning on doing the episode before I went on vacation, which was um, a week ago on Saturday, the, uh, which, what date was that? That was the 15th, uh, started my vacation. And I was trying to get the episode out that week, and I actually went away on the 16th. And I had so much to do packing and making sure I had everything, because I do have a little one and a wife, that it was just not going to happen. I wasn't going to give my 100% all for the episode. And this is an episode that I like to do. It's Free Talk Paranormal Part 2, where I don't have a set agenda. I don't have a set topic. And I just go with everything that I've seen in the news and what's going on. And I like to do it. And I didn't, I didn't want to give basically a half-assed episode. So I waited. And when I got back from my trip uh, this past Saturday on the 23rd, I wanted to take, you know, take the time to relax from the drive and unpack and do everything. So here on the 26th, I am giving you the episode, which means this week you'll get two episodes. There'll be another episode out on Saturday. And you can check my Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, to find out what I will be talking about on Saturday night when it drops to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcast episodes. So in the world of paranormal news, Glazine Maxwell, the mistress or girlfriend to Jeffrey Epstein, moved to a cushy prison with shocking amenities. Now, I'm going to get into that later because it is something that is mind-boggling and it goes along the line of conspiracies. We're going to go into conspiracies a lot. This is why I found this news uh, pretty interesting. A man reunited with his 27-year-old message in a bottle that he wrote as a child. Now, what makes this story so crazy is he sent this message in a bottle away when he was like 14 years old. He finds it 27 years later, and one of the friends that helped him write this message and put it in the bottle actually had passed away a year and a half prior to uh, prior to finding this bottle. And it's a crazy story because when you, you do something like that with your friend, you send it off, you would think someone else would find it or never be found or picked up people that pick up garbage. And he happens to find the bottles 27 years later. And one of his friends that unfortunately passed away was one of the people on there. So this gentleman said that it was just his friend saying that, hey, I'm OK, man, I'm looking out for you. And that was a pretty, you know, tear jerking story. 
You could find that story. Just type in man finds 27-year-old message that he wrote in a bottle and it will pop up and you can read the full detailed um, news segment on that. So free talk paranormal. I love it because I'm able to talk about whatever comes up. I wing it. And there's been a lot of things that I've been seeing in the news. And I'm going to actually start with the Glazine Maxwell news that she's going into a cushy prison. Now, I did an episode about the Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy where I went into detail on things that I knew and what I was reading online about Jeffrey Epstein and how it just didn't make sense how the events unfolded for him to commit, quote unquote, um, or get murdered or commit suicide. Well, they said suicide, but we don't think, a lot of us don't think that that's that's the way it went. Jeffrey Epstein basically had a list of people. He had an island, a private island, where he was basically flying elite people to this island to partake in sexual activities with what we know to be underage girls. Um, And not just underage girls, other girls as well. It was an island that uh, promiscuous things would happen and the underage factor with these girls that were there made the story pretty, you know, pretty gruesome. You know, I'm a father and I have a little girl. And if anything ever happened to my little girl at all, in any category of negative and horrific things to think about, I would go full Frank Castle and I would just become the Punisher. Um, And that's no lie. I would have nothing to live for. So that's that. But these horrific things would happen on the island. And Jeffrey Epstein... From what a lot of people believe, he killed himself. There's a lot of things that didn't add up. From the way the cloth was supposedly ripped that he hung himself with, it was perfectly sewn, to the cameras going out conveniently, to the whole way that the security guards just happened to take a nap and not checked his cell. There was just too many things that resulted in people thinking that he was you know, he wasn't, he didn't commit suicide. He was murdered. Someone went in there and offed him. And rightfully so, because he had so many names that he would have dropped in the case. Now you fast forward to after that, you find Glazine Maxwell. And I have not heard anyone that could pronounce her first name the right way. Glazine, Jazine. So I'm sorry, but she gets arrested and she's basically tried for aiding and abetting Jeffrey Epstein in all the activity that he did. She was sentenced to 20 years in a federal prison. And right before she was um, sentenced, I believe, she was put on suicide watch, which everyone that played, paid close attention to Jeffrey Epstein was saying it's any time now before something happens to her, which they'll declare a suicide, but we would probably know it'd be murdered. Now, The importance of not only her getting 20 years is R. Kelly, who, in my opinion, from what I heard and what I read in documentaries, is a dirtbag, he got 30 years. So there's a meme that I read online that basically said, if R. Kelly would have went to Jeffrey Epstein's island, he would have got away with everything he did in his his life and his career, and he would have got away with it. Now, he got 30 years. And Maxwell got 20 years in a federal prison, and I just read recently that she's getting these luxurious accommodations in prison for the 20 years that she will be there. Now, that is mind-boggling. Not only is that mind-boggling, the simple fact that we backtrack the 
case, the whole case for her is closed. No one has seen the list of names that was on there. Now, that's part of the reason why people think that Epstein was murdered is he was murdered because if it went to court, he would have dropped a lot of names. But now we go to his girlfriend or his mistress or whatever the case may be with her, whoever she really was to him, and the case got close. You can't see any of the names that were on there. And in the midst of this case going on, there was Omnicron and other things going on, kind of like what conspiracy theorists say is a smokescreen to kind of take you off what was the news, which was going on on the news, to take your mind off of the case. Now, I don't know why, if the the crime that was committed with Epstein and her, as her co- as his co-conspirator conspirator with the you know, the whole island and the underage girls, why a judge would not unveil the names on the list and that everybody that partaked in that would get tried for what they did. I don't understand that. And it's one of the things that I could say that out of all the conspiracies out there, that a lot of people on both sides of the political parties, because that's what everything goes by now, can agree that something happened to Epstein. He wasn't. He didn't commit suicide, and they're protecting certain people, which you know they 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 say powers that be. There's bigger powers at hand, and they're protecting those bigger those bigger powers and the people that are associated with that bigger power. Um, and I just the mind boggles me. Now getting into conspiracies, I have done my best on this podcast. To never pick a side and get political. And I do my best not to. But I have to say when it comes to conspiracies, and I'm into the paranormal. And when you cover paranormal, you basically cover everything that's strange and weird. And I happen to do conspiracy theories. I haven't done many, but I do do them. And the one thing I'm actually tired of hearing when it comes to conspiracy theorists is that because you come up with a theory that you are associated with a political party. Now, I know I have friends that are liberals and they're from the left. And myself, I'm on another party side. And when I talk to them about certain subjects, we tend to clash. But then when I tend to, when I talk to, to them about certain conspiracies, we are on the same page. And this one particular individual I'm talking to, when it comes to the Epstein thing, we're on the same page. But what I wanted to basically say is when it comes to conspiracies, there are some people out there that simply go to a TV screen or a computer and they hear something and they automatically believe it. And there are conspiracy theorists that will look at something and say, hey, something is off. And they will take the time to go online and do the research and piece certain things together that don't make sense. And when they get to, let's say, piece number five and something's not something's off, they will go in detail to research piece number five until piece number five leads to piece number six. And they actually take the time to do the research so that they can have a valid argument about the conspiracy with someone that simply believes the TV screen. Now, what I'm getting at is 
I don't like to hear now where we're at in this, I guess, pandemic still going or it's not going. It's, it's, it's dying down. It's rising up. Nobody really knows anymore. And I have turned off everything when it comes to news. And the only pieces of news that I actually get to see is whatever I scroll on Instagram. I had deleted Facebook. I reactivated, actually started a whole new Facebook page, which is strictly for family and friends. And I don't follow anything political. I don't follow anything news. As a matter of fact, the only thing that I do follow on there is comic books, Ghostbusters, and ghost things. And that is all I see on my news feed, thank God, as opposed to years ago when I was just seeing nothing but politics and I was aggravated and had to delete Facebook because it was too much. Now, where I'm going with this is this is the simple fact that when it comes to COVID, um, there are things that aren't adding up. And I've noticed that some of the conspiracies are kind of adding up in certain aspects, right? Now, I had told an individual that in the beginning they would mandate the vaccine. And there are people out there. And um, again, I, I'm going to go into more depth about where I stand with COVID and everything like that. But in the beginning, I said they would mandate them and they ended up doing it. Now, if you talk to certain individuals, they will go, well, it's not really mandatory. Well, yeah, it, it, it kind of is because if you are at work and they're basically telling you choose your job over putting something in your body, it's kind of like you got to make a choice, money or you're, you're, you're out on a job. It ended up happening and a lot of people were upset by it, rightfully so. Now... I'll backtrack a little bit. I worked at a hospital before I got this this current job that I'm at, where I work at a, a major attraction in the Bronx, where it's open pretty much all year round, except for four days. And I worked at a hospital in the Bronx, and I was there for 15 years. When COVID hit, I was deployed from the department that I work, worked at to a department that would strictly deal with members of the hospital getting tested to make sure they did not have COVID so that they can fully operate and help everybody that was going through the pandemic. When I was deployed, I saw a lot of things. I got sick. I got COVID. I seen a lot of people around me get COVID. When I had to go to the hospital to drop off the tests that I was delivering to the lab, I saw trucks of, you know, the freezer trucks, people coming out in body bags and dri- driving around the Bronx, seeing the Bronx in ways I'd never thought. It, it looked like a horror movie. Like there was no nobody on the roads. Highways were empty. It took me usually on a, on a regular, normal post pre, pre-pandemic, anywhere from 30 to 25 minutes, 20 minutes to get home. It was taking me 10 minutes to get home. I seen crazy things. Fast forward to 2021, the vaccine came out and this was before it really got approved. I took the vaccine because it was given to first responders or essential staff because my father is 75 years old and I was worried that I would get him sick or my mother gets sick and my mother would spread it to him or my aunt who's old is who's older, both of them. And one of my aunts isn't doing too well right now. I was afraid that I would give it to someone who was older and even my, my significant other was super, super scared about the pandemic in the beginning where she left and I worked for three months while my family was down south 
in another state so that they didn't weren't bound to the Bronx, weren't bound to a top floor of a house where we live, and was able to go to a backyard and be in an area where the sickness wasn't too much. What I'm getting at was in the beginning, I was all about the vaccine and fighting through it because one of the doctors I was working with or nurse, he was the head nurse of the facility. And I would talk to him on a regular, the first three weeks, four weeks of the pandemic when I was working with him. We've had some heart-to-heart conversations. I got to know him. And he told me in the beginning, the only way that this is and this will end is with a vaccine. And I says, well, what do you think that would happen? And he says, I would give it a year and a half. Now, you fast forward, the vaccine came out pretty quickly. And a lot of people, when I have this conversation with them, say, well, Billy... Vaccines are mandated for certain sickness, illnesses that you or or, um, things that you can get measles, mumps, marbola, all that. Why would you be against this? It wasn't studied necessarily that long, and in in my opinion, you got to go with wow, you know, we got to take a chance. So that's one reason why I agree with people that didn't want to put it in them so fast is. It wasn't really studied, and then there's an argument where, well, we were making, we made this vaccine, and we had this um, in labs, and we were testing it out. It's a strain of another flu or whatever uh, of another COVID, and we kind of had it already. But now we're seeing that it's evolving this 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 COVID, and there's different strands coming out. And Fauci himself came out on the news last week and basically said. You know, the vaccine is not as effective as we thought it was. And with all these other strands coming out, it's pretty much ineffective. 50% of people that got the vaccine, I just read on a news outlet, that got vaccine also died with the vaccine. And that's, in the beginning, they said the vaccine would be the end-all, be-all. You know, we had videos of Trump and Joe Biden saying, and Fauci, saying that if you got the vaccine, you weren't going to get sick. You wouldn't have nothing to worry about. And then when the vaccines kind of rolled out, people had these these quote-unquote breakthrough cases where I had an argument with one of my friends who said, well, it's a breakthrough case. It's rare. And then we started seeing it more. And then the whole, the whole, the whole tune with the vaccine changed to, it'll keep you out of the hospital from getting really sick. And you've seen boxers like Oscar De La Hoya, I believe. He got it. And some actors and people in politics, political figures, getting it and being sick. It, you know, and it makes you think like, okay, there was conspiracy theorists that said the vaccine was more along the lines for, you know, control. You know, they wanted to see how far they can control you. Or even population control. And we'll get into that way, way, way either later this episode or an entirely another episode. And did they control us with the vaccine? They certainly did in New York City. They were able to keep you from eating in a restaurant in 2021 if you didn't have a vaccine card that said you were vaccinated, which is like mind-blowing. You're paying your taxes. You choose not to. If you had COVID, you had antibodies, which was a big argument, and it's science where you get sick, you will have antibodies, but the antibodies wear off. If you don't get the vaccine, the antibodies wear off. Well, you're telling me the same thing with the vaccine, that after six months, I'm going to have to get a booster and another booster and another booster. So why can't I take my chance if I had COVID, test that I have antibodies, put it on a card, yeah, I have antibodies, 
and do the same thing as if, if, it, if I got the vaccine. It's a lot of things that didn't make sense. So I tended to go towards the conspiracy theorists and read a lot of things and like hear what they had to say. And a lot of the stuff they did say did come true. And if you say that, if you say it, then what ends up happening is they censor you or you get shut down or you get labeled a Trumpster because, you know, for somehow, for some reason, Trump got labeled uh, against the, the jab when he really didn't. He was all about it. He pushed it through in the making. It's one of the things that he did do that people praised him for. So, you know, you get labeled a name for a political side. You, you can't have an argument no more without being, you know, okay, I'm going to hear you out, you hear me out, and that's it. And if someone doesn't like the way it's going, you get labeled a political name of a side of a party. It shouldn't be that way. You know? It really shouldn't. If you're one of these conspiracy theorists that listens to something on YouTube and you don't do your research, then, then you can be dumb. But if you're one of these people that go on there and research and research and research... And then you want to have a valid argument with someone who is just listening to maybe one or two sources. You should be able to do that without getting being under fire, because it, it's 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 the adult thing to do is having our we everyone has a wife or a husband or if you have if if you have a significant other or partner and you have an argument, you go at it and you apologize and everything is fine. That's not how it is nowadays. Especially with that subject with COVID and politics, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. But what I'm trying to say is a lot of the things that happened with COVID and what was said, actually, in the middle, some of the things conspiracy theorists said didn't happen, and a lot of things they did say did happen. And we're seeing it. And now we're seeing the monkeypox and a new BA2 something of, of a new strain of COVID and, and it's around the same time where most viruses, this summer we're seeing it, shouldn't really be because of the sunlight and the heat. It's, it's just mind-boggling. And I wanted to go talk about it because I kept it in for so long, but I've been seeing so many things on the news lately, it kind of got me to be an, an aggravated. And by all means, and I'm saying this now because I have people that listen, and I'm not picking sides of, of politics here. Because I could tell you right now, I could care less at this point because... The only thing that it does is make people fight each other. Honestly speaking, do I have an opinion and do I have a, a side that I sway towards? I do. And are there people on the other side that I would have voted for? Absolutely. Did they get to that point where I could vote for them? Absolutely not. Something happened. And, you know, unfortunately, because I would have voted for them as opposed to the other person I voted for. Moral of the story is, I'm not on any sides. I kind of see, I do my research, I listen to things that I feel that make sense, and then I talk about it. And when I see that it gets to a point where it's getting, the argument is it's becoming an argument, it's not a discussion no more, I shut up about it. But I've seen in the last few weeks, in the last month, a lot of things that made sense with these quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, and it's starting to make me raise more eyebrows. And I told you my story, in a nutshell, that in the beginning I was all for doing the right thing and keeping my family safe. And now I'm like seeing things like heart attack rates go up. In the last year and change, heart attack rates are going up with simply young people from 21 to 35 years old. And it all happened within the same time span of the vaccine. 
and they're saying it's because of this and it's because of that. But if you calculate when the vaccine rolled out for everybody and when this all started happening, it's a little, you know, makes you raise an eyebrow. Another thing that makes you raise an eyebrow, people like Justin Bieber and other people, even people that I know, have this 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 paralyzed face thing that we didn't see much of any other time. They have one side of their face is paralyzed, which is from an infection, apparently, and the other side is perfectly fine. You're seeing a lot of that. You didn't hear in the last 15 years about sudden adult death syndrome, and that's happening a lot more. And we're hearing about these things now, and it's it, within the time span of the vaccine. And the Pfizer documents came out, and even though somebody misconstrued what it was said in there, if you do go and read the fine print on certain things, it really wasn't as effective as Pfizer claimed it was. And those documents are literally out, and you can go and read them and judge for yourself. There were things that were misconstrued that people, some of the right-wingers, put out and misconstrued the words and things like that. But there are things in there that were not. So if you go and take the time and find it, which on Google it's hard to find, so you have to go on other search engines to find it and pull it up and read it, there are things that you can find certain sites that have the most important things outlined straight from the documents, and you can read those. Or you can go and scroll through the 80-something to 90-something pages and read through it. So that's where I stand on that and about those conspiracies. And it's very interesting to listen to both sides. And I'll leave off that. There was a YouTube page that my wife used to listen to um, in the beginning of the pandemic. And they were on point about every single thing that happened. How bad it was going to be, how bad it was going to get, when it will die down, what it was, how it was taking over cells and certain things like that. They had over 80 to 180 more thousand likes and views on their videos. And this was pre-dislike button taken away. And then... When the pandemic kept going forward, they made one video that kind of didn't side with anybody, but it sided with a political party. And that video was taken down within two hours for whatever the reason was. And this was a reputable YouTube page with actual doctors and scientists and people that study um, viruses, virologists. And because they put one video that really didn't go with what everyone else was talking about, all of a sudden out of the thousands of videos or hundreds of videos they did that were, you know, good material and good, you know, good scientific stuff, that one video that didn't go how the news and everybody else wanted things to be said and done, the video was taken down. And it made a lot of people say, well, wait, why? Why would that happen? Because the comments on there... We're like, wait, whoa, really? And and I feel like the one of the conspiracies that are definitely true is the media can control everything you do. And if you are glued to one source, this magical box that we turn on and different stations, you're good and you and you and you obey and you and you listen to it and you absorb it in, you're controlled. And you, you have to sometimes step out of the box to do your own research. Like in paranormal. You can listen to a ghost group, how they do things, and then go to an, and then when you get to the investigation, you do certain things and things don't work out. When I started with paranormal and ghosts and all that stuff, I watched so many groups and took little bits and pieces from each group and eventually made my made my own stuff. And that's how I became, you know, privy to paranormal, not by watching one person and how they go about things. 
multiple groups and that's how you have to do things. So if you're glued to the TV and you just listen to one thing and you believe it, then, you know, that's all you know. I was listening to, it was like a video meme and scientists took five monkeys, okay? And they do experiments with rats, monkeys, and pigs. And they put these monkeys into a cell or cage, right? And what they did was they put a ladder in the cage and they had a hole in the top of the cage. And they put bananas to the top. And whenever one of the monkeys tried to climb the ladder and go to the banana on the top, the scientists would take the water and spray all of the monkeys with the water. Then they did it again for a second time. And one of the other monkeys went up the ladder and tried to get the banana, and the same thing happened. The scientists sprayed all the monkeys with the water. Now, by the third and fourth time, whenever a monkey would try to go up the ladder to get the banana, the other monkeys would fight each other. Eventually, what the scientists did was they took one monkey out of that five-monkey five group and swapped it out with a brand new monkey that was not in the cage. And when that monkey saw the bananas, because the other four monkeys had been in there, that monkey that was brand new would try to go up the ladder and get the banana, and the other monkeys that were already in the cell beat the crap out of the monkey, and now that monkey was like, oh man, what, what, why can't you do that? Because they knew that if that monkey went up that ladder, they were all going to get soaking wet by the scientists, spraying them with the water. Eventually, all of the monkeys got swapped out to brand new monkeys, and none of them went up the ladder because of the first few monkeys and what happened. It's about control. I don't know if that was the greatest analogy to use. I thought it would be. But you really have to stop watching one source. So when all those new monkeys came in, no one knew why you couldn't go up the ladder and try to get the banana because they followed what these these other people were doing. And you could take that analogy and go both ways with it. But at the end of the story, you know, it's you know, it, it's kind of corresponding to what I'm saying. So I'm going to reiterate on something. I'm not choosing sides. I'm not saying don't get a vaccine or I'm not saying go get a vaccine. I'm saying it's, it's time at this point in July of 2022 with everything we've seen thus far, you know, be smart and do your research and make your own decision because at the end of the day, you are your person. You're in control of what you do with your body, your family, and that is it. And going into conspiracies you shouldn't be called a nut job or be labeled a nut job to a party that that's on one side just because you believe certain things. I believe there's still people out there that there's people out there that believe Earth is flat. And I won't even touch that on my podcast for the simple fact that it's ridiculous that we've had studies for, for about the Earth for years, for years. And there are people that really do believe the Earth is flat. And people that believe that that we're the only life in the universe that's endless and, and people don't believe that certain events in history happened. And those people, I'll sit and have a valid conversation when I won't get mad. Don't label somebody because what they believe is, is may or may not be stupid, but don't label them and, and argue. Have a conversation. If everybody in the world can actually sit and have a conversation... Nowadays, then we would be much better off. And we, it'd, be, it'd be a good start. Another thing I saw in the last couple of weeks is, and this is from the New York Times, about cannibalism. And they wrote an article about how cannibalism 
is being seen on movies and TV. And they did a whole thing about cannibalism. And it's like, what are we trying to do here? Now, if you've seen what's going on in the Netherlands with farms, they're saying that they have to tax the farms or get rid of certain livestock and things like that. And they're like really rebelling over there because of of they're trying to get rid of land or, or downsize this, the livestock. And the farmers are saying if that happens... Real quick and a real touch on that, when it comes to like the population control and trying to establish this new world order, this this NWO, this new way of life, making people dependent on the government or what the what the new world order is essentially tries to do is have a one world order. It would start by anyone that had ways of producing food and land, like vegetables and livestock. Livestock and land go hand in hand. If you were to take livestock or land away, you would basically downside the production of food in that farm and it would it would affect the farmer of the land and it would affect the production, the produce and the food coming from that land. And that's why these farmers are up in arms over there from what I've been reading and gathering. And it makes you really think over here in the United States, we're having food shortages and parts shortages and mysteriously around the United States, these these production places where they make food and certain meats and chicken are mysteriously just burning up and the news goes and says well it, it's common that happens when in the last five to ten years have you heard in a matter of a month and a half five or six places of production of food instantly go up in fire it's like what like what's going on and even like during the COVID thing there was a, a facility that made the uh, uh one of the drugs that Joe Rogan says it, it uh, doxychloroquine or whatever, it, I can't pronounce it. One of those places that made that drug that was supposedly helped symptoms of COVID, which now they kind of said, oh yeah, it does kind of help in a way and they've been using it. One of the facilities that made that drug went up in flames. Like, when the last couple of years have you heard of food industries, just like chicken uh, chicken farm, uh, chicken warehouses and and meat facilities like Purdue and stuff just going up in smoke. I haven't. You know, I'm pretty good with reading up and listening to certain things. And there's a lot of things that aren't making sense. So when it comes to the conspiracy, or maybe I guess, you know, it's a free talk paranormal part two episode. But what I'm trying to say is there is a, a certain conspiracy with this new world order stuff that's been being said on the news and the media a lot lately, been very, very vocal about saying this is how we have to do things. It's starting to happen. Certain industries uh, with movies and cartoons and things that are affiliated with kids are starting to make some changes. Parents are fighting in schools. We're hearing the New World Order, cannibalism things from New York Times, industry, food industry things going up, COVID news, it's working, it's not working. If you take the bigger picture of everything I just talked about, and watch videos about New World Order type things, it kind of makes you get like this hair raise on the back of your neck that it's kind of something is going on that leads to some of those conspiracy theorists believing in New World Order and population control and all that actually happening. Now, again, I am a host of a podcast. This is what I've been reading and seeing. I do conspiracies. I do like them. And I went off here on... A conspiracy that touches on on a lot of stuff with New World Order, COVID, and things like that. Um, <laughs> ironically, starting from 
Epstein and Glazine Maxwell, but take from what I said and kind of do your own research and, and go more into that. But um, I had to talk about that, but just just know that I'm in the middle and I do research and I talk and that's that. Um, my fans that are from both sides of political parties or whatever, you know, I would welcome anyone to talk with me and I don't pick and choose battles and, and defriend people and unfollow people because of their sides. I have friends of all races and all genders and all political sides and all preferences. And like I said prior to this, if everybody could just learn to talk to one another instead of getting mad and labeling, we would probably be off on a good start, on a good foot to have better relationships with one another. So definitely go in Google and YouTube. There's a lot of videos on YouTube, a lot of stuff, a lot of books. Touch on that. Look at the Glazine Maxwell things. I'm following that closely, what happens to her, what exactly she's getting accommodated to. Check out the stuff on COVID. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you could go online, lots of resources online if you're still, you know, concerned about it. In my opinion, um, I wouldn't really try to be um, too concerned about it. I think we've come a long way. I think we've at this pace, at this that this stage in the game do have the herd immunity and, you know, it is evolving, but, you know, a lot of scientists and doctors say that when it evolves too much, it doesn't become as potent. You'll catch it, but it won't really do as much. I'm actually online right now, and this is from CNN. A new study agrees that animals sold at Wuhan market are most likely what started the COVID um, pandemic. And, um, you know, they keep flip-flopping that. It came from a lab, it came from a bat, and it's, you know, it's... Um, now, a new booster that comes out targets Omicron, so maybe uh, earlier, it'll be out earlier than expected. It's like, how many shots are people going to get? Fauci on needing a second generation of COVID vaccines. It's pretty crazy stuff right here, man. But if you have, uh, if you have any um, questions about COVID... You know, you can go to the cdc.gov and check in with what's going on, latest news and things like that. And you'll hear this, you heard this at the beginning of my episode, but everything I spoke about in this episode, kind of have to say this nowadays, is opinionated. You can take it with a grain of salt. It is opinionated episode, completely free speech on this. You know, don't take it to heart. Don't take it literally. I also, I, I welcome you to do your own research on things, but it's a completely opinionated episode. So I'm just putting it out there. You listen for the, for the thrill of listening to this. And this is happened to be a free talk paranormal where I went into conspiracies and some other stuff like Lizine Maxwell and Epstein. But, uh, you know, this is what I wanted to basically free talk about because it's been on my mind for a couple of days now. So that is that. So again, cdc.gov, if you want to check out the latest COVID stuff, Feel free to go on YouTube, check out the NWO stuff and the Epstein stuff and the Maxwell stuff because it's all just doesn't make sense. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And if you want to catch me on Instagram, my Instagram name is SWAB underscore podcast. And that is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. I like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to have this free talk where I got a lot of stuff out. The Anchor app by Spotify gives you the opportunity to make your own podcast and gives you all the tools you need to put your podcast out there on airways like Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other outlets. So if you have a podcasting idea and you don't know how to do it, download Anchor by Spotify, and it will definitely help you out. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy Podcast.